Father, you made us, and you made us so well that we share in your freedom. We ask your help then to use it well. You tell us that deep within us is the power to keep the commandments and to act faithfully. Keep us then from refusing to use your gift or abusing it with the choice of evil. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Sirach. If you choose, you can keep the commandments, and they will save you. If you trust in God, you too shall live. And to act faithfully is a matter of your own choice. The Lord has placed before you fire and water. Stretch out your hand for whichever you choose. Before each person are life and death, good and evil, and whichever one chooses, that shall be given. For great is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and sees everything. His eyes are on those who fear him, and he knows every human action. He has not commanded anyone to be wicked. He has not given anyone permission to sin. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, among the mature we do speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages of our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. As it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depth of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of the letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, 
Unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, You shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother, Ragwa, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first, and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A group of retired CEOs got together for a very formal dinner, and um, the master of ceremonies was told that those who decide to speak and share their experiences from retirement, uh, they were only allowed two minutes. Then he was supposed to uh, wrap his uh, gavel to stop them. So uh, the first one got up to the microphone and started talking, and of course he, was, uh, he went on and on for forever. So the people in the crowd, uh, family members who were there for this fancy dinner, got kind of uh, impatient and started murmuring and tried to signal to the master of ceremonies to stop him, to uh, wrap his gavel. But he kind of was uh, reluctant. But eventually he got up, and with full force, he took the gavel out and then hit it. But unfortunately, he hit the gentleman that was sitting right next to him on the head. 
as the guy was sliding down the chair under the table, he looked at the, the MC and said, hit me again, I can still hear him. <laughs> when the Pharisees and scribes talked to the people, it was sometimes just like that. Uh, they kept talking and talking at great lengths, trying to explain to the people how to live. Yet, Jesus found it very troublesome because they taught not so much the spirit of the law, but the letter. And Jesus found it uh, hypocritical. They laid heavy burdens on people's shoulders. They themselves were unwilling to carry those, those burdens. So today, of course, we are invited to reflect on good or bad, right or wrong. We hear in the first reading that we can choose. We can choose to keep the commandments, or we can choose not to. The reading said, said it very clearly. Sirach reminded the people about 180 years before Jesus was born, this is what will lead to, to your salvation, to your true life. If you choose, if you make the choice of keeping the commandments. So again, we are here because we made a choice to be here, to, to hear to the commandments that give us true life. We heard in our responsorial psalm, the Lord of the Lord is perfect. It doesn't lack anything. It gives true life, true freedom. Because we know that the world today, of course, misunderstands freedom. We know that some people think freedom means what, do whatever you want. It doesn't matter who you hurt or what, what are the consequences. On the other hand, when we talk about freedom from the religious point of view, the way Jesus talked about it, we understand that it's not like that. St. Paul said that there is wisdom in God in, the, in our age, sometimes there isn't, or God, the world doesn't appreciate the wisdom of God. I think it was, uh, I'm sure that you remember uh, Pope John Paul II, who is uh, now a saint. He said it beautifully when he was asked about what freedom is. He said, freedom does not consist of doing whatever you want. It consists of having the right to do what you ought. Very important words, very life-giving words. That's what freedom is. And this, this is why Jesus said that he came to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. None of the commandments he mentioned, he said, you don't have to keep it anymore. None of the Ten Commandments are burdensome. On the contrary, they're life-giving. So Jesus tried to explain to the people what they mean. Just as St. Paul said, there is wisdom in them. You follow them, and you will see how different your life will be, how life-giving your decisions will be. So Jesus said, Different, mentioned different commandments. For example, he mentioned, you know, the, uh, adultery. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean that, of course, just uh, the, the commandment, what, what is the fine print underneath? What is the spirit of it? Looking at another person with lust. Killing. What does it mean, again? What is the fine print? Read between the lines. What leads to killing? Anger, thoughts, jealousy. And we could go on and on. So Jesus was asking the people to understand, look what precedes these things. What leads to, to killing? What leads to adultery or, or other things? And then he told us what we need to do. What is the solution? He said, be disciplined, exercise self-control. Yes, he used the image of cutting an arm or plucking your eye out. Of course, he didn't mean it literally. He just said, be self-disciplined. Understand how you are called to live. I remember there was a professional football player who was asked, what's the difference between a college football player who makes it in the pros and who doesn't? And he said, discipline. He didn't say talent, physical ability. Very simple, discipline. In the same way, who makes it to be with God, to live with God in heaven for eternity? 
self-discipline, self-control. Again, very important words, but we must choose, as, as the reading said, the choice that we make leads us either towards God or, or away from Him. And we know that the world, of course, sometimes is, it can, can throw obstacles in front of us. How do we handle them? We know that in the world a lot of things are legal, but are they also moral? That's what our faith invites us to ask. Again, Jesus said, this is the spirit of the law of God. Look for it, it will give you life. It will, it will change it. So you will, you will refocus yourself and walk on the path of righteousness. So yes, the commandments are, are hard to follow. Jesus never said they would be easy, but he also told us where they would lead us. So again, we are very fortunate we know Jesus' teachings. And he himself said that a person must not just hear, but then teach the commandments. He said forgiveness, again, when we understand that we have something against our brother or sister, we should reconcile. We should settle with the opponent quickly or we will be thrown in jail. Of course, Jesus didn't mean it literally. Again, he used this as a metaphor that if we don't forgive completely, then we are still in prison. Inside of us, we are still in prison until we completely forgive even that last penny. That's what he meant. So our gift that we bring to, to church with us, the gift of our lives, is then honest, is, is the gift that God really deserves from us. There is a story of a man who came to his pastor about a week or two after his mother had died. And he came feeling very guilty and regretful. He said that during her life, his mother deserved better care, better, more love from him. And he unfortunately didn't offer it to her. So he felt regret, guilt. And he said, now she is gone and I can't do anything about it. So the pastor thought for a moment and he said, I know the solution. I know how you can, first of all, you're sorry, God forgives you. He is offering you divine forgiveness. But this is how you can translate what God offers you in his gift forgiveness. He said, there is an old, old elderly woman in our church, in our parish, who has nobody. And now as she's getting older, she's wondering how she's going to manage her life, her medical problems. So he said, why don't you do for her what you cannot do now for your mother. This is the way that you will not earn forgiveness, but you will translate that God has given you forgiveness, divine forgiveness. That's exactly what the man did. And eventually, as he looked, at this, looked out after this woman, his feelings of guilt went away. Why? Because of the spirit of the law that he, he was fulfilling taking care of someone. Yes, perhaps she wasn't his, not his biological mother, but she was a person who needed love, who needed care. The word of the Lord is richer than gold, stronger than life. It is life everlasting. It is perfect. Let us rejoice that we have these laws, these principles that God shares with us. And let us also, of course, hear them, teach them, and follow them. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.